Namaste, it's Renee, and welcome to my podcast, Peace, Love, Abundance. Today, I'd like to talk about pain, just plain and simple pain. And it can be anywhere in your body, Uh, sciatica, like nerve pain. It can be tight hips, tight muscles, tight joints, ligaments, the fascia of your body. It can be in your elbows, your hands, neck, toes, fingers, ball of the foot. You hear that a lot, even plantar fasciitis. Again, that's fascia in the body. Headaches. Headaches can even be caused from tension or foods you're consuming or overconsumption of the wrong foods, even, you know, adult beverages and such or being dehydrated. But that's pain. Stomach, when your stomach is upset or distending, getting all bloated and it doesn't feel good. And, you know, you have that gut inflammation going on, lower abdominal pain. And allergies is a form of, you know, it may not be super painful, but some allergies result in the headache. I feel a lot of my allergies actually even in my joints. I can feel it in my elbows. When I'm not feeling right and I'm eating the wrong foods, I feel it internally in my body. But all of this is a form of pain or even if you want to call it inflammation in your body. If you have inflammation anywhere in your body, it's generally uncomfortable. So even if you're not in debilitating pain, you can feel this in your body and it's uncomfortable and possibly taking away a little bit of the quality of your life. When you're in the hospital, they often ask you what your pain is like on a scale of 0 to 10, which 10 being the worst. But even if you have something going on in your body, even if it's a one, two, or three, that's an early sign that something in your body is inflamed. No matter how you look at it, even the slightest bit of pain is a form of inflammation. Vice versa, you have some swelling in your body. Like I mentioned, even your belly's a little bit distended or bloated, or your fingers swell and you can't get your rings off and on. Anytime you're taking on extra fluids, your body, the edema, is a form of inflammation in your body. Often, or I shouldn't say often, I have to be careful what I say here because I'm not a doctor and I can't diagnose. So do know that if you're listening to this podcast right now, I am just throwing out information to get you to wake up and tune in to these little signs and signals in your body. But extra retention of water could be related to anything from your kidneys to your hormones. And our hormones like testosterone and progesterone are a steroid hormone that your body naturally produces. But when it gets out of balance, it can um, make us retain water. So when your hormones are getting out of balance, like the aldosterone and such, because there's more hormones beyond progesterone and testosterone and estrogen 
Again, I'm just trying to get you to think without being too technical here. But whenever our hormones, and there's millions actually of hormones in your body, when they get out of whack, insulin is a form of hormone. So when your insulin is out of whack, it's your body telling you something. When you're retaining water in your fingers and your ankles or your belly or anywhere in your body, there is something going on and it, it shouldn't be ignored I know it can be annoying and sometimes you don't get the answers you want because you don't understand what's going on. And I've been there. I can swell up like a balloon overnight just from eating something. And this is a lot of where my journey with my food allergies or intolerances came about was I could tell overnight the next day I would wake up, get dressed and notice that my bra is tighter on me even through my ribs. And it's like, okay, I know I didn't gain weight in my ribs overnight. My fingers look like hot dogs and my ankles are swollen. And this stuff happens overnight. And then I start thinking about what I ate the day before. And then along with some allergy testing, I have figured out that I, there's some foods out there that I need to avoid or I swell up like a balloon, can, even my belly. Gluten and wheat is definitely one of them. And nuts, I figured out I have a nut allergy. And just because my throat doesn't swell up and I, I, need an, I don't need an EpiPen doesn't mean that my body isn't responding to something in my body that it doesn't like. So it's still responding to those nuts and the wheat and the gluten in the form of inflammation. And it is very uncomfortable. My elbows hurt, my knees hurt, every joint in my body hurts as well with all the inflammation and I'm very uncomfortable even though my pain level might be at a three to five, I'm not at a full 10. It's still, it's very uncomfortable and it takes away some of the quality of my life. So I've learned to be very mindful. Another thing that we need to be aware of is letting things get stagnant. We all know that when we sit at a desk all day, we start to tighten up because we're not getting things moving through the body. We're not getting the blood to circulate, the lymphatic system to flow. We're not getting the synovial fluid in and out of the joints and even removing lactic acid that can build up in our joints when we're sitting still all day. So sometimes pain and inflammation can come actually from being inactive and things getting stagnant in your body. Even thinking about like a muddy pond, look at a murky, muddy pond. It's not, or, or even a mud puddle. It's not healthy, right? Versus a bubbling brook of water and, and you would even eat the fish out of that bubbling brook of water way up high in the Colorado Rockies or way up high in the mountains of even Maui. Whenever you get higher up in elevation and you know that water hasn't been touched by any contamination, that is some of the healthiest water we can drink, right? Especially when you get higher up in elevation. Do be mindful of parasites. I guess I got to bring that up. But you know what I mean, though. You're, you're going to be more apt to drink spring water out of the high, high rocky mountains than you are a mud puddle out in the flat plains. So I think you're getting my point here. But anyway, you need to get things moving in your body. You need to move. Even sometimes going upside down, and going upside down can be as simply as laying on the floor and taking your feet up a wall. 
You also need to find the full range of motion for your joints. So not only do you want to be careful about what you eat and how you take care of yourself, but getting the full range of motion into your body. Your spine is several small joints. So even getting some twisting and folding and light back bending to get fluids to flow through your spine so that things aren't getting so stagnant. Last week, I posted an interview with Dulce Mia on her MS and her diagnosis of it as well as how she maintains her daily lifestyle. She's an avid runner. She ran before her diagnosis and she still today to this day continues to run because she believes she needs to get her body moving and grooving and she feels better when she does. Sometimes it's tough to start. She has days she doesn't even want to get out of bed because she's in pain, but she knows that getting out of the bed out of bed is step one to working through some of that pain, getting her joints to move, and what's called the full range of motion. So that means even lifting your arms up overhead and rotating your shoulders, rotating your thigh bones and your hip flexors. You need to get this movement going because without movement and getting the full range of motion, things get stagnant. And things like even sciatica can kick in on you where you're seated all day or standing all day and there's a compression down in your lower back pinching nerves. So if you're not getting the range of motion moving through your spine and your hips and your shoulders, your neck, everything, all the way down to your ankles and toes, you need to get movement because you can have nerve pain anywhere in your body. You talk to people where they even have neuropathy in their feet and their hands. It's a big sign of nerves not doing well. So you need to get movement in there for nerves. Some of this can be degenerative, like Dulcemia's diagnosis with MS. MS is a lot of the nerves, the, the sheath of the nerves is deteriorating or breaking down and degenerating. And so the nerves get exposed and she's got a lot of pain from that. But if she can maintain her lifestyle with MS and still enjoy running, then we can all get through this as well. There's several people out there. You might even be one of them as you're listening to my podcast that deal with autoimmune diseases. Just like her MS, you have pain that sometimes seems to be unexplained with being mindful, listening to your body, eating the right foods. Dulce also figured out that she has a lot of food allergies as well. And the food allergies, because it's inflammation in her body, it can aggravate the autoimmune because anything inflammation related with MS is gonna aggravate all the symptoms in her body. And so she is very careful about what she eats through allergy testing and journaling. She knows what her body can tolerate and cannot tolerate. And she focuses on some good supplements as well as getting green veggies and such in her body to keep a lot of the inflammation and the acidity levels down in her body. And it even helps with some of her nerve damage from the MS. So there is so much out there. We live in a generation right now with so much research out there and still more research being done on inflammation in the body. If you have ever been diagnosed with cancer, 
first, let's celebrate that you're still here today and hopefully in remission and a survivor. But cancer is a sign in your body that you've got some inflammation going on in your body. Those cells became stagnant and then started to reproduce as more and more cancer cells. On a daily basis, we all have some cancer cells in our body. But when things get stagnant, they start to reproduce and unfortunately take over. Just like mud in a pond or a puddle, when the dirt eventually starts to take over the, the clarity of the water, it is becoming a muddy pool. It's stagnant. So you need to, I can't emphasize enough, find some movement for your body. Laying on the floor, doing even some yin yoga or gentle yoga. Get out and walk. Lift your arms up overhead a few times. That's one reason why in yoga the sun salutation A is so effective because you lift your arms overhead with an inhale and then you bring your arms back down. And with each inhale, you lift your arms up overhead. You're working on that full range of motion. I have on YouTube several videos. I'm kind of excited. I reached like 70 videos on my YouTube channel. It's a combination of my podcast. My podcast is posted on YouTube as well as some great yoga videos. Some of my yoga videos are a little bit more if you might say aggressive and flowy because they're vinyasa based, but I also have a handful of yin yoga classes up there that are very gentle on the body and they yield a good stretch and encourage you to get their full range of motion in your joints. Recently, one of my videos I posted, I even the first word in the title is sciatica. Sciatica, tight hips, tight lower back, and tight hamstrings, all of that. You need to get some movement in there, stretch them out, and find some relief from your your pain. Now on a scale of one to 10, you may never be a zero again in those areas of your body if you have a lot going on in there. Injuries or repetition, you played a sport like golfers, they really sometimes create a lot of havoc on their lower back. But taking the time to find the full range of motion as often as you can and stretch out your body, you can find a way to manage some of that pain, keeping it below a five, as close to the zero as you can get. And you can have some good days. If it's inflammation due to like organs in your body, like the liver, your kidneys. Now, I'm not saying that you have kidney failure, liver failure, you know, for your organs to be a little bit irritated, you don't have to be fighting a terminal disease. Think about if you ever have overindulged in alcoholic beverages, how your liver reacts the next morning. You might be throwing up, diarrhea, a headache, and that is because your liver and your kidneys are kind of upset with you with the way you treated yourself the night before, right? So these are some ideas of you don't have to have a terminal disease for your kidneys and your liver to speak to you a little bit about, hey, we're not feeling so hot. You need to give us some good nutrition, give us some love, and get some full range of motion in your body to get the lymphatic system moving, your blood moving. Your lymphatic system is a big waste system. It's like the garbage truck that drives through your body, picks up waste along the way, and then disposes of it. And your lymph system only moves when you move. 
Your heart pumps blood, so your circulatory system has a heart to pump blood. And we hope that all of our arteries are clear of a ton of plaque and and all that stuff. Our hopefully our cholesterol levels are at a nice healthy level so that our blood can circulate cuz our heart pumps that blood. But your lymphatic system only moves when you move. And the lymphatic system, like I said, that's the garbage man driving through your body, removing whatever hormones you're not using anymore. We're constantly producing new hormones and letting go of old. Even a baby, that's um, what our bodies do. Babies turn over cells and hormones pretty quickly because they're constantly in growth. They have that growth hormone. So you need to get your body moving and listen to your body. So given all this, having inflammation in your body, if any time you are reaching for ibuprofen, Tylenol, or any other pain reliever, even if you're using turmeric, kudos to you for using a more natural version to help with the pain in your body. But what I'm getting at here is anytime you're reaching for something to help yourself with the pain in your body, it means you have pain in your body, right? If you feel wonderful and great, you're not reaching for all of that stuff, whether it's pharmaceutical or natural. So some of the best ways that you can even avoid having some of these issues in your body is, I've already been mentioning it, get movement in your body so you don't become stagnant. Be mindful about the food you eat. You can journal it, journal every day. You can get some allergy testing and you can figure out these triggers and it's real. I get so annoyed whenever people look at me like I make this shit up. I don't, I don't make this shit up and I can feel this in my body and it works for me. So do it, do it, do it, do it. So definitely some yoga, Ayurveda, I'm a big proponent of Ayurveda. I even teach Ayurveda. On my website, I have a portal, a learning portal for a low monthly membership fee where you can learn more about Ayurveda as well as uh, the chakras. So meditation, meditation can be huge. That's where some of the listening to your body comes into play could be through meditation or even like the eight limbs of yoga helps with a lot of awareness. There's a parigraha, which is non-hoarding, that we don't need all these material aspects in our life to live a healthy life. What if that inflammation is just coming from the stress of your house being a mess and your house being a mess is causing so much stress that your body is responding in a in a way of an inflammatory response. Mindset is huge. Your environment is huge. What you put in your body, what you eat is huge. All of these things are factors. Stress causes a lot of disease, or even as some people say, dis-ease. The leading causes to many diseases out there. And again, I'm not a doctor, but you don't have to be a doctor to say this. But one of the leading causes of disease, cancer, even autoimmune triggers is stress. So the eight limbs of yoga that I have in my learning portal also helps you to calm your mind, calm your body, realize that you can live life lighter, more freely, practice nonviolence, 
Self-judgment, let it go. Stop judging yourself all the time. It's always good to strive to be a better person, but you don't have to beat yourself up by judging yourself. Stop focusing on the problems and focus on the solution. Judging yourself is constantly focusing on what's wrong. Focusing on a solution and becoming a better version of yourself is more positive and mindful. But yes, all these things. Oh, on my website too, I also have a workshop on connecting the dots, which is a goal setting. So if you need help bringing all this together, everything I said today makes sense to you, but you don't know where to start. Start with something like my goals, connecting the dots masterclass. That's on my website and my learning portal as well. It will help you Define and set out some good goals and mantras to get you started on this path by connecting even the dots of your past so that you can let go of some things in your past and move on into the future. Anyway, I could talk all day about how amazing yoga, the eight limbs of yoga, the chakras, Ayurveda, getting movement in your body. I can talk all day about the benefits, all of it and listening to your body, and figuring out what your food triggers are. I could talk about this all day. That's one reason I have this podcast, because there'll be several more episodes that will probably be very similar. Um, Some of these topics are what I like to talk about often. You can even go back in the past. I have a whole podcast on gluten, a podcast uh, with Dulce Mia on her MS, and Ayurveda. I have Ayurveda podcasts. And on my YouTube channel, I have videos for some yoga poses to help with sciatica, tight hips, tight lower back, you name it. I am here for you. But even if you don't use my methods and remedies, just get out there. Get some help. If you know somebody in your neighborhood that can help you out, it's time for you to ask for their help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Just do it. And Today is the day that you start. Don't put it off. Today is the day that you start. Thank you for being here today. I love you very much. And I want you to love yourself, love your body, and take good care of yourself. Today I leave you with peace, love, abundance, and namaste. Namaste.